0: And we're doing a little series called Healing is for You. The book of Proverbs says that when we attend to the Word, we incline our ear to His sayings. As we keep them in the midst of our heart, God's Word is life or medicine to all their flesh. Amen? So what I want you to do is I want you to expect to receive something good from the Lord tonight. And we know that healing is good. For he went about doing good and healing, right? And so, somebody says, well, I, I don't need healing. Well, store up. Store up. Under the rich deposits of the word. Revelation. That will go into your spirit. And as you feed your spirit. Out of the abundance of your heart. Your mouth will begin to speak. Every cell of your being can be bathed with the anointing tonight. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke and it is the anointing that removes burdens. Amen? Your kidneys can be ministered to tonight. Your liver can be ministered to tonight. Your pancreas can be ministered to tonight. Amen? Your joints can be ministered to tonight. For the word of the Lord is health to all of their flesh. Amen? amen it's medicine so tonight you're taking your medicine and then if you do need healing in your body just settle it by his stripes you are healed and expect his healing power as you mix faith with it to be activated and for your body to turn around for the glory of god amen amen So we know that faith then begins where the will or where the word of God is known. And our faith must rest on the word of God alone. You see, appropriating faith is not believing that God can, but that he will. And when you look at the life of the master, we see that Jesus was the will of God in action on the earth. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. He said of himself, You know, I can't do anything of myself, but whatever I see the Father do, for what things soever He doeth, amen, the Son will do likewise. Jesus had a spirit of seeing, and He had a spirit of knowing. And it came out of rich fellowship with his Father. For long before day, he would depart into a solitary place and there pray. And as he prayed, he began to see things. He began to know things. And the same Spirit that gave him insight and revelation, the same Spirit of seeing and the same Spirit of knowing is in your life tonight. Oh, glory to God. I have the spirit of knowing. I have the spirit of seeing. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. And what we need to know, he will reveal. And what we haven't seen, he will show. So draw near, saith the Lord, to me. Draw near to me, and I will open unto thee great and mighty things. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are there some things that perhaps you need to get clear on? Are there some things that perhaps you need to know and that you can be concise and precise about what your next step is? It all comes by drawing near to Him. Hallelujah. Say with me, I have the spirit of seeing and I have the spirit of knowing. Engle bo savre di shelemo so come near, saith the Lord, and throw away the weights, and lay aside those things that have distracted you in the past. For distractions will come to rob what I want to tell you. Distractions will come to keep you out of the perfect will of God. Be not distracted, saith the Lord, but rather be attracted to my word. Be attracted to my spirit and I will cause you to know. And you will be able to get into the divine flow and walk in the path that I have for you. Foreordained for you from before the foundation of the world. Amen. I receive it. I receive it. Sometimes you've got to just lay the phone aside. And into His presence abide. Amen. Jesus said this. He said, for I didn't come down from heaven to play tiddlywinks. I didn't come down from heaven to take a bunch of selfies. Because the life that I live is not about self. It's about Him. I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of Him that sent me. I'm interested in doing His will. I'm more interested in doing His will now than I've ever been before in my life. How about you? (laughs) To will is a determined purpose to fulfill God's purpose. By nature and design, Jesus is an agent and expression of God's will. And you'll see this in action in his life. So let's look at Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35. Matthew the 9th and verse 35. This is what he came to do. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Not everyone in the synagogue had ears to hear. But those that had ears to hear were able to draw near and receive from the healer. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues. And not only did he teach, but he preached. He preached the gospel of the kingdom. And, once he was done teaching and preaching, evidently faith came and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Could this happen in Hayward? Could this happen in the Bay Area? Do we have anything less that the Master had? We have His Word. Amen. Amen at one time he said now hear and be healed notice this with me he healed every sickness and every disease among the people every every and then turning over to matthew chapter 12 verses 14 through 15 stay in expectancy stay in faith believe you receive i am healed From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Did you know that your kidneys can hear you? Did you know that you can talk to your kidneys? Did you know that you can talk to your mind? Amen. If you can say to the mountain, be thou removed, you can certainly say thou thou to the kidneys, function normally in the name of Jesus. Matthew 12, verse 14 and 15, it says, Then the Pharisees went out, they held a council against him, how they might destroy him. You know, some of their descendants are still around today. They are not interested in everyone being healed. They're not interested in Jesus going about doing good. What they're interested in is defending their doctrine of doubt and unbelief. Then the Pharisees went out and held a council against them. If you have someone coming against you about what you believe, don't be offended. Don't get in strife. Stay in love. Love people, but bind the devil. (laughs) Because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. And it could be a relative. It could be a co-worker. Hey, it's all good. They can believe what they want to believe. Just don't mess with my walk with God. Don't mess with Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that has healed me, is healing me, and will heal me. Don't you mess with Jehovah Jireh. He is my provider in the 80s, the 90s, 2010, and onward and onward. I'm a little stirred up. I perceive that God is no, well, then the Pharisees went out and account, uh, held a council against him how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from there. But great multitudes followed him and he stopped healing them because he wanted to appease the Pharisees. No, bless God, he just went out and healed on the Sabbath day. He did what He was called to do. He is the Lord of the Sabbath. Great multitudes followed Him. And He healed them all. And great multitudes will come to Him in this day and this hour when you and I learn to flow in His glory and in His power. When we decrease so that He may increase to where it's not about us it's not about some hot shot evangelist but it's about the evangelist the son of the living God when it's about him and he's magnified woo! you watch what he'll do in an atmosphere like that amen now look at Acts chapter 10 verse 34 and verse 38 look at your name and say we're getting the word tonight Acts chapter 10, verse 34 and 38. Then Peter opened his mouth. Well, what's he going to say? Sometimes he had that foot and mouth disease. <laughs> Evidently, he was in the spirit when he said this. He said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. And did you know he's not? He's no respecter of persons. How God, verse 38, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? So I'm saying all these things just to say this, that Jesus was and is the will of God in action. He still is. He still is the same today as he was yesterday. And he will be the same tomorrow and forever as he is today and as he was yesterday. And now he's still going about doing good but now he's going about doing good through living walking temples of the Holy Ghost. The same anointed one and the same anointing that He was anointed with is in you yeah, uh-huh. say it with me I have an unction, I have an unction from the Holy One from the Holy I, have an I have an anointing which I have received of Him which I have received and of him. I'm relying on, I'm and, on and I'm depending upon, depending upon Him to work in me Him, him to work through, me, to work through, through me. me heal through my life Lord make me a blessing to those around me. The Spirit of the Lord rests upon me. hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is resting upon you. Amen. When we walk into a room, it changes and alters the very environment around us. Because when the presence of the Lord is here, no man can stand in His presence. He said, Beloved, I wish or I pray Above all things, that you may prosper and be in health, even as a soul prospers. A lot of people contend with that word prosper. The word prosper literally means in that verse to have a good journey. To get on a good path, to be on a good road. Have you ever taken a journey before? One thing you need on your journey is you need some provision. Otherwise, you ain't going to go very far. God would never call us to go on this journey of faith if he wanted us to live in poverty. That's right. (laughs) No, he said, I will fill to the full your every need, according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. amen. Now look at Matthew chapter 8. This is a familiar verse of scripture. Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. Thank you, Lord. Matthew, the eighth chapter. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Him. They followed him. Amen. Verse 2. And behold, there came a leper and worshiped him, saying, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. This leper was persuaded. Absolutely. This leper was all in. And the way that we know that he was all in is because he was a worshiper, he was not necessarily a worrier. He was a worshiper. When we become worshipers, it will take worry out of our lives. He must not have been worried because he wasn't supposed to be in public. But he said, I worship you. And Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. He knew he could. He just didn't know he would. Verse 3. This answers the question. Read it with me. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. Can God do immediate things? I like to say it when I read that the great I am said, I will. So what this revealed was then his character and his nature. Literally, it's a, he's saying, I'm glad to. Healing is who I am. Amen. Yeah. And then go to verse 5 through 13. Matthew 8, 5 through 13. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. Go ahead. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Does God want his people to be grievously tormented he does not verse seven and jesus said unto him i will there it is again the great i am said i will i will come and i will heal him verse eight the centurion answered and said lord i'm not worthy that you should come under my roof but do what Speak what? The word of God God is the will of God. So speak your will, speak your word only. And my servant. He didn't say my servant might be healed. He said my servant shall be healed. Amen. I love it. Next verse, verse nine. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. And said to them that followed, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in the Bay Area. Verse 11. And I say unto you that many shall come from Oakland and San Francisco, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 12. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Verse 13, read it. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Come on, guys, read it with a little bit more spizzerinkum. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it unto thee. And his servant was healed. So here's what the centurion understood. He understood that Jesus' word was his will. He knew this, that his word would do whatever he would do. He most certainly would because he was the one who said, I will. He didn't even have to go to the house. It was speak the word only. only. Have you discovered that you can speak the word over loved ones that may live in another state? That may live in another county? Mm -hmm. Have you discovered that you can send the word? And that word can heal them? And deliver them from their destruction? Faith knows no distance in the realm of the Spirit. Amen? Amen? So let's look at a few I will scriptures. Let me just read them to you. Exodus fifteen twenty-six says, I will not put the diseases on you, for I am the Lord who heals you. Exodus twenty three twenty-five says, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Exodus twenty three twenty six says, I will fulfill the number of your days. And then I want you to look at Psalms ninety one. We well, got any Psalm ninety one lovers in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glory to God. We're speaking Psalm 91 over, over the schools in this area. Yes. Amen. We're pleading the blood of Jesus yes. over yes. the students. Yes. Thank you, Lord. We are making declarations in the realm of the Spirit yeah. that no weapon formed against our students, That's right. our children, Amen. our loved ones yeah. will prosper. Yes, Amen? We're making faith-filled declarations that no evil shall befall them, neither shall any plague come near their dwelling. Amen? That's big and big in my spirit. We need to contend for protection for our kids. What do you mean our kids? I mean the kids all over this area. Amen? They don't have to be relatives. It's not the will of God for kids to be bullied on a playground it's not the will of God for some idiot to come in there with a machine gun and do the devil's will it is the will of God for the blood of Jesus to be pleaded on a continuous basis over all of our schools You might want to add the government to it too. <laughs> Psalm ninety-one, verses fourteen through sixteen. Somebody shout glory. glory. Somebody says, "But, but, brother Mark, I don't like to shout." Well, just say it then. You know, just start out with glory. It's all right, no problem. We're all good. <laughs> Psalm ninety-one, fourteen. Because he has set his love upon me. Have you done that? Therefore, here he is I will. I will the great I am is saying I will therefore I will most assuredly deliver him what if we don't set our love upon him well it opens the door he said I will set him where Set him on high because he has known my name. Verse 15. He shall call upon me. What will he do, Sia? He will answer you. Have you called upon him before? Has he answered you? Has he showed himself good to you? Who can also rejoice with Sia and that God has showed himself good in your life? Amen. Amen, amen. That's a good... That's, that's so, so good to know. Yes, it is. So good. Then when we call upon Him, yes. He'll answer us. He you, you don't have to wait till you have a big need to call upon Him. Absolutely not. Call upon Him every day. Every day. Call Him Lord. Hallelujah. Call Him healer. Yes. Call Him shepherd. Yes. Call Him sanctifier. Yes. Woo! Watch out now. And I will answer him. Thank God he will be with us in trouble. Anybody ever been in trouble? Thank God he's with us in trouble. And if God be with you, and if God be for you, what difference does it make who be again you? Amen. We're kin with him. Amen. I will be with him in trouble man I think about you know brother Donnie Moore's kinfolk I mean they're all in man with brother Donnie I mean you come against Donnie they're coming against you right well that's naturally speaking I had a brother like that Tim Tim passed away when he was 54 I was about 50 but I'll tell you one thing Tim was my natural protector anybody blessed with Mark you are going to experience the wrath of Tim it's not the wrath of Khan it's the wrath of Tim anyway but we're kin with him and he's given us his angels charge over us and they keep us in all of our ways amen if they have to, they'll push things out of the way so that you can be protected. Let's go back to the verse. We're doing too much meddling. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. And not only that, I will honor him. Folks, when you have the honor of God on your life, that's all. What, what more do you need? You know, this old world is going to honor some unsanctified politician. This old world is going to honor some inventor. This world system is going to honor things that don't make any difference in the kingdom of God. But oh, thank God when you have the honor of God in your life, whoo, he'll set you on high. He'll cause his presence to be upon you so strong. Amen and amen I will honor him verse 16 read it with me with long life life. oh hallelujah so put the word of his will in you in abundance put the word of God in you and the law of displacement will go into motion get so full of my word and my spirit that there's just not any more room for anything else yeah. say it with me the fuller the better, the fuller the better. Yeah. then of course when it's in us in abundance it will come out of our mouth yeah, that's right. because when we believe it mm-hmm. and when we say it the words we say will work And it will be the Spirit of the Lord working in us and through us. Say it with me. Healing Healing. is in the great plan of redemption. Look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. I'd just like to shout it from the housetops if I was given the opportunity. Amen! Shout it from the housetops Let the redeemed of the Lord say so Let them say it Let them believe it Let them say it I've been redeemed I have been redeemed Not going to be redeemed I have been been. I've been redeemed There ain't no such a thing as a has been. What we're talking about are those that have been. We have been, we redeemed. Have been redeemed. Are you glad to be in church, honey? Yes, I am. How you doing? Good. You good? I'm not going to go much longer. Galatians chapter three, we're verse thirteen long. and fourteen. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, "Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree." verse 14 that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through what? Now that word redeemed means we've been purchased. It means we've been ransomed. It means that we have been bought back and we have been rescued. Purchased purchased you and i are purchased possessions we're a royal priesthood we're a holy nation and what are we doing down here we're showing forth the praises of him who's redeemed us who's called us out of darkness and brought us into his marvelous light and now you and i then because we are redeemed we can reign in life Look at Romans chapter 5, verse 17, and then we'll look at verses 19 through 21. Romans five seventeen says, For by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Of course, that's Adam, right? Yeah. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Now drop down to verse 19 and let's look at it through verse 21. For as by one man's disobedience, that's Adam, many were made sinners, So by the obedience of one, many shall be made righteous. Verse 20. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But thank God where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Now notice verse 21. It says, that as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through those that have right standing with God unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. I'm going to make a big statement to you right now. You got your ears on? Good buddy? The life of God that now reigns in our mortal bodies. I'm going to say it again. The life of God that now reigns in our mortal bodies is greater than the death that reigned in Adam (laughs) glory to God thank you Jesus that's right Ronnie I'm going to say that again just for RG the life of God that now reigns in our kidneys our livers in our bodies Isn't just greater, but it's far greater than the death that reigned in Adam. That word life is zoe. It means life in the absolute sense. When you talk about absolute light, that means there's no darkness at all. When, when the Bible says God is light, in Him is no darkness at all, they, that means there's no darkness in Him. No darkness. It's the same thing with life. Yeah. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. This life came into our spirits and made us new creations. Yeah. When this life came in, all death moved out. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All death moved out. Hallelujah. And not only all death moved out, but the effects of death yeah. moved out. Thank you, Lord. What does that mean? That means that this life can affect your memory. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Because it does erase your past and make you a new creation yeah. in Christ, yeah. but it can become so big in you that your soul... Is at peace and your soul is released from the torment of the past. Bo glory to God. Absolute life. Absolute life The effects of the curse are now under Hallelujah, Our feet. Thank you, Jesus. Now the enemy will try. To slap it on you. He'll try to torment you. Just remember, you have life in the absolute sense. Amen. Say this with me. In me, in me is, life is life. And there is no death, and there is no death. At, all. at all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory now just think about this for a moment. Is not love in you as well as life? Is not... Does not the Word say that the love of God is what? Shed abroad. Where? Not your head, but your heart. By the Holy Ghost Mm -hmm. that has been given unto us. So... Just like life in the absolute sense is in you, love in the absolute sense is in you. That means that there ought not to be any bitterness rolling around down here. That means that there ought not to be any grudges we're holding on. That means that as a new creation who who allows the life of God and the love of God to impact their life, that means there should, there should be no strife in your life at all. That's good news. That means we can't hold grudges. That means people we don't agree with, we don't talk about them. We pray about it. And we don't call everyone up in the 510-650-925, whatever area code, and talk about them and say, I'm just calling because we need to pray about brother so-and-so. No, we need to pray for you and cast it out. (laughs) It is all about allowing this life, this love, and this light to dominate us. And we can do it. But we'll not be able to do it twiddling our thumbs. We'll not be able to have life and life more abundantly if we're 25% in. Would you say we go all the way in? So Jesus then paid the full price for us to be redeemed from sickness and disease. And I don't care right now. I mean, I don't say that in a wrong way. But what I mean is, it doesn't matter what may be going on in your body right now. You are redeemed. Yes. I don't care if you ha- It makes no difference if you have a diagnosis of diabetes or some sort of arthritis or whatever it might be. Because, you see, we have another report. And the good report trumps the bad report. And so I refuse to get under condemnation because I may be fighting the good fight of faith and resisting something. Amen? I receive His grace and I receive His love and I receive His help in every area of my life. Don't you dare get under condemnation. Somebody says, well, I've been standing for 30 years. I've been standing for 40 years. Keep standing. Keep rejoicing. Keep praising. Keep worshiping. And keep your eyes on Him. See, fighting the good fight of faith is really fighting not from a position trying to get victory but fighting the good fight of faith is fighting from a position of victory yes. All right. yes. which means we are the healed yeah. 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 we are the redeemed yes. we are we are the rich yes, we, are. we are the prosperous yeah. come on somebody yeah. help a preacher out we are we are already we're not trying to be Your body says you ain't. Your financial picture says you ain't. But God says you is. And when the great I am and the great I will says you is, I'm going to say I is. I'm going to agree with Him. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to fight the good fight of faith, not trying to get it, but because I already got it. And my fight now is to resist the devil when he comes against me to try to condemn me and bring me down see I think we need to learn not to give the devil any place the biggest place that he's after my friends is right here the mind is the arena of faith and once he starts dealing with this normally the next thing that takes place is this begins to go in motion So we need to be aware that there is a fight, but you and I fight from a position of victory.